Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Overchat. This is the ninth episode, maybe, or the tenth, I'm not even sure. It's been so long. I think it's been three weeks we've missed this, maybe even more. It's been a, it's been yeah, a little it's been while, a while, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, uh, I'll let you guys introduce yourself first, and then I'll explain why there was a delay, and then we'll talk about that. So off you go. So I am one amongst many, uh, YouTube channel, one amongst many, I do YouTube things, talk about the professional scene, that kind of stuff. Hello. Yes, I am Max. I am a cynical nerd. I run Cynical Nerds, and we talk about Overwatch lots. Um, we have a series at the moment, which is called Road to Masters, in which I'm trying to climb all the way up the ladder to Masters. It's uh, it's going quite well at the moment. But uh, yes, yeah, some, some of us have already got there. <laughs> some of us smelt Masters, and then it went bad. And we've also got another guest. It's Haram, but I mean, it's Winston. <laughs> so... Um... <laughs> All right, now let's talk about why there's been a delay in this. It's because of the Overwatch World Cup. So what happened is I went to Gamescom and I came back from Gamescom and then like, I think I was wasted or something. And then we had uh, Overwatch World Cup training and me and Josh were taking this very seriously and most of our team were taking it seriously as well. Um, so it took up a shitload of our time. Like in my eyes, it was like, I want to do well, right? Competitive, we want to win. I don't want to do a bloody podcast when I could be training, you know, and try and win big um so yeah i think we're going to talk about this first to begin with i know max wasn't involved in this but me and josh were heavily uh i yeah. think we even made a video <laughs> didn't <we>? josh um <laughs> uh, breaking down what went on i've not watched that video but um i think i probably know what went on <laughs> yeah and just like for the time thing it was a because so we did screams right we wanted to scream but the thing is like two of the players uh cruise and numlocked are on major 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 level esports teams so cruise screams like i think it's like five o'clock to 2 a.m or something six days a week and numlock scrims about the same time six days a week so we could literally only scrim like weekends in the afternoon and friday afternoon in like a brief period because one of the other players works a nine-to-five job like a normal person so normal we person? had trouble what is this? yeah like a, a weird normal person who does a normal job and a life and that kind <laughs> of thing imagine perish the thought and so we had to sort of work around that. And so that's part of why we can do this podcast on Fridays because we had to just get any segment of time we could just to practice what we could. Because I don't know about you, Di, but I found every scrim we did, every match we played, so helpful. Like, oh, shit, yeah, yeah. It, it was even, amazing. It, even, you know what I found really helpful? Just listening to Numlock because he was very, he was very, very helpful. He would just talk to us like for a long time because um, he sort of had more of a gap, didn't he, before his scrim started. So he could like give us information. Like, t like you'd be surprised the stupid mistakes that you make when you play Overwatch when somebody highlights them to you it's like oh, okay especially somebody with pedigree you can be like all right then i understand what you're saying same for crews as well when they're giving you information when they're telling you to push yeah. when even simple stuff you know even like i mean i was playing lucia which arguably isn't that difficult but even like you know when to push when to pull out and things like that it becomes you know it almost becomes second nature after a while but what annoyed me with all this stuff is we would actually did quite well in the scrims <laughs> we did quite well you know like, we, we beat, uh, beat I think, spain like yeah, a couple of times we, we played spain, a Norway, couple of times. we beat and they got through as well yeah, Norway we struggled with, but we did beat them once or twice. We beat Spain. We we pounded Israel into the ground. Oh yeah. Um, yeah we yeah. we did well against a lot of teams in the We played Italy as well. That was fairly close. Yeah. Italy were quite a strong team, though I remember. But you know, that was I think that was the first scrim actually against Italy. It might have been. I think we played Norway first, and we had a little bit of trouble, but we started ironing it out a little bit. All I can remember is we got knocked off the bridge against Italy. Uh, on uh, oh, yeah, 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 effects with yeah, so I jumped up and knocked like four people off on um, Lijiang Tower. <laughs> just a surprise, <laughs> Farah. It's just like, oh, Jesus, okay, guys, 
<laughs> so I, I'll tell you what, I'll give you guys a little bit of like background information to this thing because like I, I was like the captain, which meant nothing, right? Because I was getting yeah. comments off people like, what the hell is Stye doing? Shouldn't he be coming up with tactics? It's like, guys. Oh, uh, that's, guys, yeah, I saw those like, comments. It's like, why is Cruz talking so much? And because it's like, he's Cruise... a fucking like, what? You know, oh. He's arguably the best player in the UK. We're going to listen to Cruz. Not even that. He's on Reunited as well. It's the same for yeah. Numlock as well. These guys are playing at a high level. They understand how to play the game. I do not understand how to play the game at a high level. So I'm not going to be like, no, guys, you do what I tell you to do. That would have been a fucking major disaster. All my role was was just to sort of sort shit out and make sure people got together and whatever. It was honestly fucking annoying. One of the things which pissed me off quite a lot is... Um, like the organization of it was pretty good all the teams got together we got like discord groups set up and all of that was ready to go and then we had like uh, a time slot when we had to finish all of the group stage games by and um blizzard just came up and went all oh, right yeah sort your own games out and i'm like what <laughs> like I i'm like hang on a minute sort sort the own games out i thought there'd be like a fixture list so that gave me like a six hour like i was up pretty late that night trying to organize games with all these different teams and you can imagine the difficulty with that because not like i think gosu gamers was on as well over the weekend so you had three no two of our players were in that cruise and Domlock were in that so they couldn't appear at certain times on saturdays and they were playing at different times as well so you had to try and work that out um finland against them uh i was speaking to Zappis. obviously most of their team they're in the gosu tournaments as well so it's like all over the place greece were not flexible at all they were just like we're playing at this time and i'm like okay <laughs> all right then <laughs> so like we had like a number of games and just suddenly greece at the end and it was it was honestly it was really frustrating and i'm like hang on a minute this is like a job i ain't being paid for this what's going on here you know i shouldn't be doing that so that did kind of frustrate me a little bit but the rest of it went quite well i mean when we got into games uh, there was always an esl admin there and some of our games got casted as well i think the uh, finland game got casted yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i would say like go and watch the cast for that if you haven't because it is goddamn magical i think it, that's some of the best viewing figures as well for all of the it's a really players. really it's a funny match okay so lowdown on the <laughs> finland game we did not stand a fucking yes, chance in took, hell against Finland. We took the fucking Finland. first point, man. We took oh. the first point in Holland. That was yeah. actually a massive accomplishment. People don't understand the yeah. difference of skill level between Finland and us. Like, Finland has six of the best fucking players in the world on it. It has three players from Ninjas in Pajamas, a team that is doing some of the best Overwatch around right now because they're very in meta at the moment, but three people from the same fucking team. It's, it's insane how good they are. So yeah, we weren't gonna do well against Finland. Like, we go, we, we went we went into it and thought, okay, we're gonna give it a try, but we know our chances here. Like, we have to beat them to kind of stay in the tournament. But ugh. so just have fun with it, enjoy yourself, guys. And we did, and we put on a show, and it was hilarious. So go watch it if you haven't, because it's amazing. Yeah, no, it's really good. Um, you can see my perspective on my channel as well, which is like maybe not as good as the, the, the actual stream perspective, because that's much better. You can see more of the silly shit, especially like Cruz was doing and people like that. Cruz doing emotes yeah, and stuff. It's just like, what the hell? But it, yeah, I mean, we we it, we were really unfortunate against um, Iceland. We Iceland. Beat Iceland. Two meters. Two, Two meters. Yeah. meters. That's going to haunt me forever. Like yeah, I said that yeah. in my breakdown video, that all I can think after that game was, could I have done something that got us two meters? I know. Like, what was that my mistake? Could I have found something that got us two meters? That it was so crushing that was, and then the, what happened on the control point after that was just yeah. Like, and then we disastrous. just I, um, King of the Hill was awful. Like King of the Hill for us was just terrible. Just the tactic we were using just wasn't working, and we probably should have just pointed that out. That this just this strategy isn't working. It might work for Reunited, but it's not working yeah, for us for whatever thing, reason. Cruise Reunited, King of bloody King of the Hill. It's like this is how we're doing it. Yeah. We're gonna go in. We're gonna do this, and we're like right. <laughs> But we're not reunited well, and it didn't work. What was the team comp you were running for control? So what we were doing was we were trying to just basically 
fully down the Zarya. Like the plan was kill Zarya, focus Zarya, whatever you do to go focus Zarya. The first thing, like one of the screens, it's like Cruz said this verbatim. So, okay, so all six of us are going to stay together in a tight group. And if you're not with the team, you're making a mistake. So I follow the team in, get completely ganked the shit out of playing Zenyatta and like going, Cruz, I'm just getting owned here. He's like, yeah, you want to stay back a bit? That's like, Cruz, I thought if I wasn't with the team, I'm fucking up. So, except for you, you're the exception here. You, you like, apparently there's a whole fist in people as well. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm getting fisted, I'm getting fisted, I'm getting fisted. Pull the fist out for those are the calls to kill people it's just like oh shit but playing zenyatta in king of the hill against pros jesus fucking christ and you're gone it's like bye zen i i couldn't do anything it's just like yeah we need the over discord it's like i can either survive for about five seconds longer i can give you an over discord for about a second then die like that is my role i did mostly kill bromas in a one versus one when he was playing tracer though love it Love it. Yeah, but we wrecked Spain. <laughs> we wrecked them. Oh, we, we beat them on Gibraltar, didn't we? I'm sure uh, we yeah, we beat them on Gibraltar. <laughs> <laughs> British pride. <laughs> yes, but we did beat them on Gibraltar. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. Quite rather. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Johnny Foreigner giving the scene to. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we were screaming them on like uh, on Li Zhang as well, and it just took fucking forever to yeah, finish. We, we had a match. No, like... we, we wrecked them, didn't we? We wrecked them on. Uh, oh, we beat them. Did we beat them on the control point really hard? And we were like, holy shit! Like Cruz was going crazy. Like we've got this, boys. And then, uh, and we, then... we most they, they stalled it out for about like five minutes, and we had a match to play. Like that's one thing I remember yes, is they just kept it, stalling yeah. and stalling and stalling, yeah. and we had a, and then we had to go play Iceland. Because I was, <laughs> it was like, the, the guys, admins... we gotta play Iceland. We gotta play Iceland. We gotta play an actual match here. We can't just keep screaming Spain. The admins were going, um, Star, you need to be in the game. You've got 15 minutes auto disqualify. I'm like, fuck it, hello, we're coming, we're coming. Um, so that was that was worrying talking about being auto disqualified and losing games it was not very great towards the uh our very final game against greece which there was nothing on the line you know it we couldn't both teams we were done get anywhere yeah we were done um but one of our team didn't turn up for that which was not great uh, you'd be expected to turn up for it during the competition say it through to the end i was not too happy about that to be honest but you know what can you do yeah um take me off a lot i don't know like when i look back at it and i think like of what happened i didn't think the team was too bad I would have liked to have done more, like way more scrims. Yeah. We needed more scrims because um... I would have liked to just play together more as well, just to keep the communication flowing. And I mean, like, because we, yeah. we did a bit of laddering with um, Seb Numlocked yeah. and Eccles, Luke, and like Eccles, he's just a guy from the lad. Like, I remember we asked him, it's like, how how did you get voted in? Like, who are you? What did you do? But, like, not to be rude, but he was as baffled as we were. It's like, yeah, I'm just some guy on the ladder, and all he did apparently was tell people after his matches that he was gonna be in the World Cup because he'd go vote for him. And apparently it worked. I keep getting in. him in season two. I do. I keep keep coming against him. Like, Louis, and he's like not like this in the chat. He's on the enemy team, and obviously he loses. <laughs> like, but he's been on my team quite a lot. He, he plays Zen quite a lot. But yeah, um, it, it was. I, I mean, I think like, looking back at the some of the earlier scrims, it was. It's obviously going to be difficult with like personalities like Cruz and Numlock because they're used to operating in their own teams, given their positions. So you put them together, it's the kind of you know similar, right, in the way they operate. So one will say one thing and the other will be like, no, this is how we do it. And then the other comes back with like the trump card of, well, fuck you. You know, we came second in the, you know, the Atlantic <laughs> showdown. Where are you in the ratings? And it's like, yeah, what can you say against that? So, you know, um, maybe if we had like more of a clear sort of structure to begin with, it would have been, I don't know, maybe a little bit more fluid, but we just needed more games, really. I think we did all right in terms of scrims, but we should have done more. But fact remains, we should have beat Iceland. And then 
Yeah, we, we should have gone Iceland. through and been playing Germany, which would have been, you know, Germany. that would have been a that would have been a close game. Like on paper, I'd say Germany is a better team than us, yeah. just because they have the the star quality. But we could have beaten Germany. Yeah, like we we could have done it. We'd so, say the same yeah, against Spain, wouldn't you? And we beat Spain in scrims. So, yeah, you know, Max is sitting there all, all distraught, and he should be because we lost again in a European competition to Iceland. It's it's I, super I, frustrating because well, we just yeah, we crushed them on Anubis, like Iceland. We and the thing is, every match we played on Anubis, we crushed. <laughs> We absolutely crushed on Anubis. I mean, I remember saying, like, can we just play every match on Anubis? Yeah. We seem to be really good at this. Why are we so good at Anubis? I don't know. But, ah, oh, that's, that's how the cookie crumbles. And then France get through, and that tilts me massively. Yeah, France, France had the easiest group in the world. I know, but France yeah, they did, did put a lot of they effort did in training. Work so. in. Yeah, I think I'll be like, cheering for France. I'd like to see France do well. They, they sort of like, you know, uh, obviously an dog team. Everyone's like Sweden, Finland. That's probably going to be the final, Sweden, right? Finland is yeah. going to be the final, yes. If that's not the final, something's gone Maybe China. Well. China actually oh, yes, has, like, everyone from team. China is one team. China is just literally a pro team. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's all the team. And that, like, that actually could just segue us nicely into organization of the thing, because... I think for us, we had a really good, fun team lineup. Like we had three people from the ladder or community, and we had three pros. That felt like a nice blend because they were teaching us stuff, and we were like playing to our level, but we were trying to up our game as well. And it was a good interaction. We had good advice coming from them. We could do things with it. It was really cool. And then you have teams like Finland, which is just six pros, and it feels massively unfair. And I think next time they run this, if they are going to run it again, I have no idea because I imagine BlizzCon's going to have a proper tournament in it next year, yeah, like a do, real yeah. season finale tournament yeah. going on. If they're going to run something like this again, they just need to find like three pros or something and take three people from the ladder or from the community. Like, because I know not every nation has, you know, people like me and Sai who do YouTube content. Like, not every country has three people that do that. So you take three people from the ladder, three people who aren't on pro teams or haven't played at the pro level, and then you bring them in. And then you have like a fun mixed tournament where you're not getting these massive skill disparities. And it's not just a popularity contest either, where you have, you know, North American teams. It's just like Seagull and friends. Originally, when this was conceived, it was supposed to be um, every team would be a mixture of pros. Yeah. Because pros would be at the top of the ladder, which they would be, right? Um, but we're talking actual pros. And then you would have community members on the team, which, as Josh said, it works fine for somewhere like the UK or France, even. It works fine for them. Um, and the whole idea was to sort of expose the sort of high level competition to the sort of uh, the normal like player base right which you could say is like my audience and when you look at the video i put on my channel it's like two hours long or something it's like over a hundred thousand views that did the job problem is when it gets put on a competition level against like josh said sweden and finland and teams that i have even russia i think was crazy as well russia is pretty good teams like that which have got a ton of pros are just going to clean up and these teams which are like community orientated teams with a couple of pros in there are never really going to be able to compete because like josh said earlier on the difference between a pro player and even somebody who is like grandmasters or a top 500 player is astronomical so between like somebody verging on grandmasters or slightly in grandmasters uh, masters even grandmasters are which just slightly in masters it's even more you know so these people and then it comes down to like pros know how to execute strategies as well they'll just do it straight away they don't need to be taken through a like a baby steps for it like yes now guys stand in the server room on gibraltar and now move it they just know they know and they do it all as a unit which is what we would never have got so it was a bit disheartening uh even more so when you see other countries like um I guess Australia and places like that. Now, I know it's obviously geographical reasons as to why they got a free pass, but 
they're they're like a heavy just like content creator team they're gonna get trashed <laughs> they're gonna get nowhere but they go through to the final to sort of showcase it off so that's a little bit annoying like uh but you know in the other in, in the other sense being able to play the games in the group stage is good because it trains you and it's you know if we did get through that it would have been a major accomplishment it, and you know really we should have got to at least a knockout game against germany and it just would have been yeah whatever goes and then you know if we'd lost at that point eh, the germans would beat us again we're used to that it would have been fine <laughs> We seem to be getting used to Iceland beating us anyway. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. Fucking Iceland. <laughs> so anyway, just to wrap Two this all up, the Overwatch World Cup is uh, the. I think they've actually released them, haven't they? The uh... yeah, there's a. I can actually go and start googling for it. I'll just let Josh Google while I waffle. Um, yeah, so it's happening at BlizzCon, and uh, it's just obviously a show match. It's going to be interesting to watch. If Finland or Sweden don't win, then something's gone on, or maybe China comes in, but. Uh, yeah, I, I actually don't know the caliber of the Chinese guys, but if they are a team, they've been playing together quite a lot, then they could be quite deadly. Um, but obviously, as we all know, Sweden and Finland contain like the best players, so it's going to be interesting. No, they've just released what top 16 teams there are, but they haven't released anything else. They'll probably tell the teams to sort that out. Go on, guys, you sort your own yeah. games out. Yeah, go on, guys, figure it out. You've got the stage, it's fine. <laughs> so what about you, Max? Did you watch any of the streams or like see any of the stuff? Did you vote for me? Um, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I voted for you and Josh, so I was glad to see you nice. guys there. I actually, I voted for Cruz as well. So actually, three, three out, three of my votes were were up there. Which I think, I think Valk, I gave my other vote. Didn't get in. Poor old Valk. Um, I watched, I watched Josh's roundup video at the end. I didn't catch any of the streams. I didn't manage to. Sorry, let's say. Um, but it, it sounded like it was really cool. Uh, it's something that I would strive to be a part of if they are going to do another one next year. I'll try and get my popularity up so that I might have a chance to go. Or actually, I think possibly my my skill up because i think last season my season high was only 62 and i believe for community influencers as they like to call us um you have to be sick they were looking for 65 or above so we're looking for like what's that 32 50 well, this season yeah but some guy from brazil was 40 that captain was 40 uh, it might just be that he was a YouTuber. Like, the, the, yeah. there, there was a there was a lot of choice we had in the uk like we had you guys there was a whole load of guys that that they could take instead of me they like contact, the when they skill. contacted me and they said to me when they contacted me i think i was 71 i was at my season high and they were like oh wow you've got a high rank i'm like yeah and they're like oh we're gonna do this overwatch world cup thing like i was just talking to them casually i'm like all oh, right sweet sweet and i just thought nothing of it and then when they sent me the email i thought oh maybe this is something to do with that but then it pissed me off because i dropped down to like 67 or something and on my page <laughs> it was like 67 like, what the fuck i was 71 but yeah, whatever. Um, take my season high yeah then. yeah it's like what is this just show me season high you bastards it was fun like i mean like josh says yeah at the end of the day it was fun it, it was, was fun that's fun. what it was yeah it was fun and hopefully next year we'll see like a community orientated event and then obviously some sort of massive finale to like a possibly soon to be announced overwatch fucking blizzard league which will be the big showpiece yeah. thing all right yeah, then. Oh, yeah, yeah. let's move on let's let's talk about season two uh, let's let max talk for a while because me and you josh have just been blabbing for like 20 minutes <laughs> tell us about season two max how have you found this so far uh, I've actually really been enjoying season two, especially compared to season one. Season one was a complete shit show. I think everyone knows that. And even, you know, even Blizzard kept saying it over and over and over again. It's like, think of this as our test phase. We're testing out the competitive play. We want to see how it works. Um, I'm very much enjoying season two. I did my placements in a full six man. Um, all of my placement games bastard. are currently uh, on oh, the YouTube channel. If you do want to enjoy that journey, they're highlights. So you don't have to watch every single game. Um, and yeah, I, I really enjoy doing them in a six stack, but I have to say, I think queuing as a three is probably the golden yeah. number, two or three. 
Um, six is fun. Like I, I really wish that there was a separate six-man queue where you just had a team yeah. skill rating that you could go into, play the games with those guys separate to the dynamic queue that we have. Because I would enjoy that so much more because I really like six-man team, but it is very much about a team. This is a game where... Although I'm sure people that are like grandmasters level, they can, they can carry a team like on their own. They could put a whole five people on their shoulders and probably get them to diamond. Probably at the uppermost, I doubt they could maybe get a team to masters. Maybe I don't know. Probably not to masters. Probably not. No. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure like a, a very high skill player could get a team to diamond. And so the fact that you can kind of carry a team like that, I just kind of wish they, that it was a separate entity. Um, and not just for that, just because it's really fun to play those games. And also, I've got friends of varying skill levels. It would be nice to bring them all into one team where we can all play together without that 1,000 skill rating gap being a problem or 500 if you're or above. Um, but otherwise, I, I'm really enjoying Season 2 at the moment. I, yeah. I promised myself I was going to play more of it this season because I definitely didn't play enough of Season 1. Yeah, I kind of did the same with season one. Like, I got to a certain rank and then just sort of went, whoa, okay, I'm done. Like, I, I've I hit my I've rank. I've played like 300 games or something. <laughs> the thing uh, is, like, I... me, Max, and Ryan from Overwatch Central, we did like a three man team. And that was just the weirdest fucking thing that I've ever seen because we just climbed and climbed and climbed and climbed. It's like, on, why Josh, is it so did easy? You, did you do what we did? You just go Reinhardt, Anna, and then just some random DPS and then just nano boost your way to victory every single time. And it was like so easy. No, Ryan, no. Ryan played Lucio almost every game. I yeah. think we just and I played Reinhardt, Reinhardt and Zarya mostly. Yeah. I played like, Zarya's how you and... climb. Zarya's how you climb. Like, yeah, yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah, get, yeah. if you want to pick one why hero, do I have 100 charge all of the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the thing if I don't get is like play, playing at low diamond, high platinum. It's like you're playing. Like I played some Zarya as well. You just, you are like just running around with a hundred charge. You're just yeah. running into people and killing them like two v one, three v one. I don't like this. Is this is low diamond, high platinum? I know it's not the highest end of the game, but you would have thought that at that level there would be people that would understand the game at least to a, a basic enough level that you can't just murder everyone as Zarya. But you can. You really, really can. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I used to get salty. Like, I look at the thing and I'm like, why have I got gold damage? I'm Zarya. But then I'm like thinking, yeah, but I'm just being shot all the time. You know, yeah, I'm on like, 100 charge yeah, and I'm right clicking like, into them constantly. Yeah, I've got 100. Yeah. Average energy 60% or something. It's like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, what's going on here? Stupid shit. But yeah, um, I think that, yeah, I do agree with that triple stack. Like, I've played, um, actually, I've had quite a lot of success in solo queue, but I think that's, it, that's way too random. That is like, if it's, you... it's really, really up to the gods. Oh, yeah, like... yeah. If you get, like, I, I think I've, I honestly think I've been really lucky with that. You get people who just slot into a team and it's fine. Or you get people where, you know, you need, uh, maybe you've got one Lucio as your only support. Well, a Lucio. This isn't quick play, one Lucio. And, like, maybe, you, you know, you need a Zen or something to supplement that. But that guy locks in Genji. When you see that happen and it's the last pick, you know it's going to be a shit show. And you're like, oh, please. May. So then I'm May. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm a May May. So I'm a May May. I think I think it was a game, Josh. I think it was a game with you and it Ryan. Was a game. We had two people arguing over who got to play May because they both main May on King of the Hill. <laughs> oh my oh. God, was... <laughs> I thought you were going to say King's Row. Then I was like, "Well, that's kind no. of acceptable." On King but... of the Hill, it was on uh, Nepal. Oh my God. Yeah, no, Nepal, you play yeah. May. No, you play May. No, I'll play. Yeah. It's like, guys, yeah. we don't need a May. We need like the running three tanks. You want a Reaper or something? Please guy, don't pick May. There was a guy I had on my team the other day, um, Glorious Ape or something. He was called. He had seven hundred hours on Winston. That was it. Wow. And he just played Winston regardless. That was it. He just played Winston. Like, okay. That's not, <laughs> okay. That's not, too, that's not too bad. bad uh... That's not too bad. But you know, when you see people like that, it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can imagine like, like 
might be a situation where you know maybe you've got like a Reinhardt and a Winston maybe not the best maybe the Winston should play Zarya or something but it's like no I'm Winston mate mm. yeah so that you get that kind of stuff uh, but yeah like going back to what I was saying like when you get the you've got like everyone locked in and there's just this one guy and he just picks Genji or something like that and you're like oh my god what I, what I tried to do is like I'd speak to them and go hey guys what are your best heroes and like I'd try and be flexible between like Reinhardt, Zarya and Lucio if I have to um, and go from there but yeah I was lucky it's all down to look solo play uh, solo queue definitely like definitely duo queue again is too it's too look dependent like with two guys you can do some stuff you can do some things you can't do everything I and mean, you're never going to be able to do everything unless you've got a whole team but it's like in my mind the triple you kind of cover at least you can cover like you know maybe the main tank or like the off tank a support and maybe dps or maybe both dps because one of the issues i've found as i was going up through the ranks is there's not enough damage sometimes and you can really tell oh, yeah. it's like come on we, you yeah, can we need really damage. tell and it's like yeah. I would rather queue with two people I know who are going to do damage and then let me, you know, support or tank or something like that because then at least I know I can go about doing what I want to do. I, I think I've played Reinhardt the most, like maybe 20 hours or something so far. There is nothing more frustrating in the world when you're just standing there, everybody's dying and you cannot do anything and you're just waiting and you're like, no, that every Reinhardt's felt this where you just, you know it's going to happen. You can't do anything. Everybody's dying because they're not killing the enemy fast enough or they're not taking out the mercy so you're going to see the Or your screen. barrier goes down before theirs for some yeah. mystifying reason, yeah, even though you time. have like a Roadhog and it's like, why, why is that? Why, why, why are they killing us faster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get earth shattered and then, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's just one of them things but i definitely think triple when you go into like four man queues i've had some success with that problem with that is again though is if you've got like you queue with people who want to be dps or want to be like maybe the main tank or maybe a core role that one of the guys in the group want to do then it causes some issues and uh, the only way to be safe is to run a six man but you need to train you cannot just go in in a six man and hope to win because oh, yeah. they will be organized mm. they will be on voice comms and you just get wrecked. Six man is so tough. We like, still need like, to yeah. bring Tampon Storm back. Like, yeah, we do. <laughs> we need to set a yeah, time. We and we just, like, 8 p.m., whatever. Just set a time, narrow it down. Yeah, a couple um, of days a week, and we'll just smash it, smash them out. Those games were so much fun. I really enjoyed the season. Yeah. They were really good fun. Get the band but, back together. But the thing is, it's like, six man is so much harder. Like, so, so much harder. I can't yeah, remember it's saying so different. Because I was just going through that footage the other day and I, was, and I started playing with Josh after I switched over from doing the six mans. And I was giddy. I was giddy on the comms, literally screaming <laughs> about how easy these games were yeah, yeah. compared to the six stacks that we'd just been doing. And it was just me and Josh duoing playing Zarya and Reinhardt. And it was just like, just between the two of us, we yeah, yeah. had all the kills, all the damage, and we could just put four people on our back and carry them. I think in the first game, we had a Widowmaker on our team that did nothing, which is unsurprising because yeah, that's what Widowmaker, Widowmaker does. And Junkrat, who just charged in a Mizaria and Oh, I got Anna. the gold damage medal. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Like, me and Sai put out the same video on like, the same day on that fucking topic. Like, Junkrat's... Farrow, Junkrat. Junkrat's all the same. It's like, look at me, I've got 25,000 damage. It's like, great. But you, you, where are your effective eliminations? Nowhere. You know? <laughs> yeah, you've got no actual killing power. You've got damage, but you've got no killing power, and they just back off. And in this meta, that's not good. Because Anna is everywhere. And they come in with a big ultimate bomb, and you die. And you die horribly. And then Mercy rests you, and you come back. <laughs> and then you kill them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, yeah. It, it's definitely much better than Season 1, definitely. I, I mean, I've really been enjoying it. I've played it way more than I've played Season 1. Um... I still find myself getting weirdly frustrated when it's a draw. Like, I'm really pissed off. I'd rather lose. Like, and now I'm at the point where I'd just give me the coin flip back. I'd rather just gamble it away. <laughs> it's like, Fucking hell, it's a draw. I can't believe it. Like, I almost feel like I've wasted time. I know I haven't. Obviously, with, with coin flipping and then you lose, then you really have wasted time. 
Um, but you know what was really interesting to me when I got up to uh, when I was very close to masters and the games were just uh, predominantly comprised of complete masters and like a lot of top yeah, 100 people. That's scary. The games were it was, but the games were so much fucking better. Like, yeah, they were awesome. I recorded a couple of these games and can you like it's 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 beautiful. It's like you go into the team. And they will build a team straight away. They build yes. a team. It's like, oh, yes, fucking will. awesome. I'm now on the mic like, yes, it's the dream. They've built a proper team. And then they'll ask each other like, hey, uh, maybe I could play um, McCree. Um, I've got like 500 hours on McCree. Could you take this guy? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. And then, and then it's fun. And I'm like, this is, this is like, this is beautiful. This is it was the weirdest. Beautiful. I think I've got a recording of the only instance I've had when playing like near Masters or at Masters level where it was a game where I had literally like a guy in the top 60 or something. Yeah. So he had like, a, you can see the number now if you haven't seen like top 500. Yeah, it's now. It's like a little well. number that you can see their actual rank. It's pretty cool. A guy in top 60 and then we had a guy who was just like about to hit Masters and he picked May. Like he was a May main and he's like rank 25 May main. I'm and he's just spamming. I'm smurfing. I'm smurfing. I'm smurfing. This guy was fucking awful. Like he was just throwing blizzards at random. Wasn't walling off properly. He was just and the guy who was rank 60 was getting so frustrated. But we still managed to do it because we were communicating. We were picking around this person. We were trying to play around them as much as possible. No one gave up. Like this is the thing that always pisses me off at lower ranks is when someone starts trolling, more people start trolling. It's not the right way to do it because then you're just completely throwing the game. You can play around one person fucking about. As long as they're being even slightly effective, you can still play around that. I got an example and of this. Last we, uh... night, I was playing on Gibraltar. Um, this, was, this was in a four-man stack with two other guys. Um, we pushed through. We managed to get it all the way to the end in overtime. And then at the start of... Um, no, sorry. We defended. Sorry. We defended them. Yeah, because when we were on the attack. So basically, we held a, a decent defense. But I think they... I think they almost pushed it to the end. It was very close to the end, right? So obviously we had a lot of work to do on attack. I'm standing there on the lower spawn door as Reinhardt with my shield up, you know, just pissing around in the spawn. And then I notice McCree is just sitting on the payload. Like, there McCree is sitting on the payload. I'm like, what's this guy doing? Like, you know, the, the sit-down emote. So yeah. the door's open. I just fire strike him. We blow him away. We're laughing on the mic like, what the fuck? We go forward and then just another member of the team comes running out and dies. And we're like, what's going on here? We look at the team composition. They've got no healer. Then you start seeing the flaming in the chat and it's like oh fuck this f that and all this in the chat and i'm like what are these guys doing you know this was a game like i think it was around about i don't know average team value maybe 3.3 or something like that what are these guys doing they will never get out of that level if they just give up sometimes like josh said you do have to be flexible and work around what's going on if you do have a main main you just have to sort of accept it and be like all right then maybe we can still win i mean i've been getting a lot of symmetra on attack for some reason um it was on king's road we've got a symmetra on our team and this symmetra was just like suiciding in really frustrating we actually won that game though and like to me it's like hang on a minute is that what's that symmetra player doing are they trolling are they taking a piss or are do they legitimately think that's a way to play symmetra and by winning have we just reinforced that person's belief yeah and they're off to do it again and i'm like what have we done here oh like this god, person yeah. needs to be like humanely got rid of because that's just like oh my god no. <laughs> so what do you we do had the exact fact? same thing had the oh, exact yeah. same thing in the game on numbani the other day um where we had a proper mmr sniper in our group in our team and, <laughs> literally literally like locked in like he insta-locked torbjorn um, no. when we were defending on numbani which isn't terrible to yeah. be fair it isn't terrible we were, like, he locked in like torbjorn when defending on numbani we were like Ugh. um I, I got last picked down like so both tanks both supports have been picked this guy had picked torbjorn and i was like all right i need to pick a damage dealer i need to pick someone who's going to do enough damage to make up for torbjorn <laughs> I, th I think I took Reaper in the end, and we got snowballed on the first point. Like Torbjorn, like literally did nothing. We got he stayed on Torbjorn on the streets phase as well. Um, and then I think at this point it was one of us was just like, I'll just check his profile. 
got like hundreds of hours on only Torbjorn and Bastion and that's it he oh, only boy. plays turret classes that is it. it was like oh my god all right so already like the two two other guys on our team have given up like there are mm. this game's over I was queuing with two other guys um one of them was playing Zarya the other one was playing um no sorry one of them was playing uh Reaper uh, Reinhardt sorry and the other one was playing uh Zinyata. Uh, and then it came to us attacking, so they won it pretty easily. And then our, our Torbjorn is now playing Bastion. Offensive Bastion is what he's bringing out to attack on Numvani. And so as I saw it, I, I, I'm just going to pick Anna. So we, we had the Reinhardt already, picked Anna. Just, uh, our Reinhardt was just like, just took as much poke as he could. I charged that ultimate up in no time at all, and we won that game. We cheesed it with Anna Reinhardt, but I don't care. It was like, all right, we'll just ignore this guy. But he had, like, at the end of it, he had gold damage because he played Bastion on round two and then played it on round three and round four because obviously round two went quite well, whereas round one as Torbjorn did not go very well. But round mm. two, Bastion. So he stuck to Bastion for the rest of the game. And I think he had about 35k damage, obviously a gold medal. Yeah, end, like, shooting into a barrier yeah, is Bastion. Yeah, ineffective damage. And then just... he's like, yes, look at my gold, look at my damage. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> I played against one uh, this morning, actually. Um, a Bastion on Route 66. Golden gun Bastion, no less. On top of the payload, no less. Like, rolling through. And it's just like, why... <laughs> like it works I have seen, and then it gets Bastion shit on so one heavy. one use at the higher level one use only for bastion which is you pull him out at the Tell last me minute surprise bastion <laughs> it's it's literally kind of surprise bastion it's you swap to bastion when they're about to push right to the end you bring him out and you try and lay down as much damage as possible before getting shrecked because bastion can't last in a high level game more than 5 seconds because the enemy team just goes hey that's that's bastion there's a million ways to kill bastion that work like 100% of the time so he's done and it's so frustrating. Like, I did my placements on my Smurf account not that long ago, and it was like, uh, it was weird going through it because, you know, you, you're level 25 and it just doesn't have any idea where to place you. I'm convinced that Blizzard does have a system for detecting Smurfs, but when you enter ranked, it just puts you somewhere. And so it was people, like guys saying, oh, we're playing defense, but we don't have a Torbjorn. We're losing. And it's like, what? What? <laughs> what? Uh... It's like, fuck it, I'm playing Zarya. I'm just going to kill everything and push through it and it was just weird watching like the the placement juggle me around and try and figure out where it was i finished those placements at like 2.9k and it was like that was so surreal watching people who have this mentality of we don't have a bastion or a torbjorn we're going to lose yeah and it's like what which flips around to we've got a bastion and a torbjorn we're going to lose we're going yeah. to lose yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird but the, like, the biggest advice I can have to anyone, and I've got a friend who plays at around mid-plat level, okay? And they play with their six quite often as well. And they say that, like, we try these fancy tactics every now and then. We'll, like, have flankers going around doing all this stuff. But the most times that we win is just when we group together and we just play together as a unit and run in and kill everything. And that's absolutely true. The best way you can play Overwatch is just working as a fucking unit. That doesn't matter if you're solo queue, duo queue, triple queue. Just group together, six versus six. If they're fucking around, just kill the loner kill them five versus six like it's so much more effective than trying to do these fancy players out plays or anything like that it's yeah. so strong and just to build on that do not trickle in and if your team push has been destroyed please die do not try to hide behind the lines or anything crazy like that if your team goes into attack and you lose two guys immediately you're probably not going to win that fight so you should back out almost all of the mm. time don't carry on going in if you're a guy who's behind them if you're tracer miles in the back just die or try and get out or just do something quick to sink your respawns and attack again as a unit because like josh just said if you stay together as a team you will literally get into masters if you just stay together as a fucking team push all yeah. the time as a team don't go crazy don't try and go off on a solo mission don't try and think oh i've got my ultimate i'm mccree i'm just gonna hide around the back on the final point on volskaya and as they come through i'm gonna try and kill them all oh i'm dead oh 
now they're now we're dead oh god you know. and don't do like the don't most frustrating thing is like um oh, i'm just gonna do some poke damage like while waiting for the team i'm just gonna nip out and do some yeah, poke and damage to hands like... the amount of times people have died doing that and then that just delays your push 15 more seconds or 10 more seconds like just stop step back and just sit still somewhere completely safe for five seconds and wait for the team and if you've got a reinhardt stand behind that big blue thing yes as a friend of mine likes to call it this is why i think zarya is like one of the best solo oh, in fact it's not even one of the best this is why zarya yeah, is the best, is the best by far yeah. because everyone everyone knows what that ultimate means everyone knows that ultimate's going to group everybody up <laughs> and we always. all want to put our damage into that ultimate. all right but a lot of the time what have you been doing with graviton where have you been <laughs> no, it's it's like catch six people it's like team team there's the damage <laughs> everyone, everyone i'm sure, also, I'm sure oh, there was yeah, yeah. some team around here somewhere. but you, but there was the a big grab big grab big grab oh Five people have chased Genji because he's run off down yeah. the flank. And that's it. The Zarya stood in front of five of them going, um, I can't actually kill them on my own. But no, but this is why I think like, Zarya is such a good solo queue carry. I like, I, I, like, I like to liken it to a Mumu in League, if any of you have ever played League. Like he's a little jungler that's got this massive... This is massive the AOE stun. AOE. Yeah, the mummy. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. mummy. Yeah, yeah. When he goes huge in, he's got a stun. huge AOE stun. And at low skill level... Everybody knows that means you, a, a fight has been engaged and that you need to go in. And I think Graviton Surge has that same impact on almost any team, bar some crazy ones. Yeah. <laughs> like almost any team, everyone understands that 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 thing means we are all going to put our damage into that, and that means we win because that 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 way people get it. Outside of that, people don't seem to realize that you don't necessarily need the Graviton Surge to group up and kill all of them. You don't need to. You just need to be grouped up to kill all of them. But. Uh... It, it can it can be trying sometimes but fortunately i think josh and i have had a really really fortunate run of it recently where we've had some genuinely good games and uh, a nice little win streak well i mean i've played a ton of games like i said and i've been on like enormous win streaks and then like quite long defeat streaks and it's it, it does get a bit frustrating sometimes especially when you keep smashing your head against it because i mean i made a video talking about this like the whole idea of like is it actually your team's fault I'm going to be a bit of a twat and say most of the time I think it kind of is because I'll see things that happen and it it fucks me over because like you know like simple shit like Zen pops his ulti when you full well know that Genji has his ulti and he's going to use it but Zen has just used it for some reason we don't even know why and then like their Genji comes in and starts whacking out the bloody DPS or something and it's like it gets really frustrating and you see these little moments that happen and, and it becomes like it tilts me and I'm like, Jesus Christ, why isn't that guy doing that? I mean, nothing tilts me more than people just going in on their own. I fucking hate that. And it was baffling that this was happening very close to Masters as well. I think, like I said, I think I was 17 points off Masters. That was my season high. So if, if you know, if I was in games and people were doing that, it was very questionable. It was like, what's going on here? I've got to say as well, a lot of these games which I played were like immediately after placement games. And there were people in Diamond who should not be in Diamond. I could have yeah. said that categorically. There were things going on that were very weird. Like, very very weird and these people i i got my fair share of uh, messages off these kind of players as well i'm not saying you're bad players but uh you know saying i'm this rank i'm that rank this is how the game should be played this and that and you know i'm not going to go into details but i'm like this is that's that's so delusional what this guy is saying to me that's not how you play the game that's not how it should be played yep they believe that because they had a higher rank obviously as time goes on and they play more games they will start dropping down into a correct rank or they should be um 
You could still I do, kind I do of wonder how that happens, though. Like, Because so placements isn't about whether you win or lose. It's about how it's you perform as a player in those games. Because like people that they've seen what rank I got to, there's a whole load of stuff in my comments like talking about like, oh, I can't believe you got, what was it, 2915, I think I placed that after my placements. And there's a load of people angry because they also won seven, lost two, drew one. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. But then there was a load of people that pointed out to them. It's like, but I lost six, uh, one, four, and I'm in 29 something as well. It's like, it doesn't, it's not about whether you win or lose. It's about how you perform in those games. I don't know how these guys are getting placed. Maybe they've just had a good high. Just maybe were pumped up, had 10 good games, played out of the skin. Had a good run. Or, you know, they they played Zarya, got really high stats as yeah. Zarya. And then, because, like, I think Zarya is the key because she does give you, like, four gold medals if you have a good game as Zarya. Or a yeah, I think crowd, I think I you got eighty. Yeah, you got eighty rating. At I got one like eighty or ninety Zarya. rating at Zarya on a King of crazy. Like I, I got, I thought I was impressed with myself, and I got sixty, and then you got eighty. I was like, yep. wow, like it's absolutely crazy what you can do with her. But yeah, I, I, I do agree. I do think there are some people that are are high up in the rankings that shouldn't necessarily be there. And I don't just mean that in the, oh, my team was shit. Like, what are they doing there? there kind of thing. No, Josh, you're genuinely good at the game. Um, I, I, I can vouch for that, like, for sure. But, yeah, I, I do wonder how how the system can allow that to happen. Like you say, maybe, maybe they did just have a good run. Maybe they're just good at first-person shooters in general, so they've got good stats, they've got good accuracy uh, on damage heroes, but they still don't understand positioning and what you know how to actually play out a game and work as a team. Maybe that's what the problem is. Mm, which is absolutely everything in Overwatch. I mean, you can, like... Yeah. <laughs> I honestly believe you can get well into Masters just being able to like play the game to some acceptable standard, provided you understand team builds, understand who to attack. DPS priority is a fucking major thing. You you will not believe mm -hmm. like you go into a team fight and you look around and it's like oh, everybody's like got splash damage all over them because like the I don't know Reapers ran off and he's attacking somebody, but you know he should maybe have gone and killed that Zen that was right in front of his face and all these other targets and it, it's it's difficult. Like I I tried to. I tried to, you know, make a little guide video on this, but it's so difficult because every situation is completely different. You can't just yep. say, kill Zen, kill McCree, or like, I don't know, kill Zen, then burn the Zarya. Because what happens if Reinhardt is charged straight into your face stupidly? Well, then obviously you kill the Reinhardt, you know, and then you've got all these other issues. What happens if Winston dives you? Kill him. Please just kill the Winston. What happens if Genji dives you? Just kill him. Just kill him. Suddenly they become the priority. And it's trying to, like, when, when t teams understand that and players understand it, which they do understand this at higher levels, it just becomes, which I, honestly I believe is like probably like mid diamond, I hope, and then into masters and beyond. They understand the target priority, and teams will die really quick. And it's like, oh, that's that was nice, well done, guys. We've killed the right targets. Or you get a Zen who calls out who is discording as well, which is imperative. Oh, can yeah. act as Follow the guy Discord. Who's just, yeah, just keep shouting out. Just like Hop this is Discord. one thing I learned bang, bang, bang. about myself when I was playing Zen in the the World Cup was that I swapped Discord way too much originally. Like yeah. I would just swap it every couple of seconds for no good reason. Just I remember, when you got yeah, it on a good I remember time. this. Didn't, was it Cruz? Yeah. Somebody said just what you it was Cruz leave, or real. Yeah. It's just like yeah, just put it on a target to say what that target is and just leave it. And yeah. it's like okay. And then I started doing that, started calling that, and it worked so much better. It's like why was why was I changing it? I don't know. I, I think it's a natural thing. thing. You always change yeah, it to the target that you're shooting yeah. at. Yeah. It's like so, and if there's like three of them in front of you, you feel that urge to spam the button. I know exactly what you mean. I've done exactly the same I, thing. I do it. Yeah, and, I it's just, it. and it's just like, well, just put it on this one target, call that one target. And suddenly everyone, because they know, because these players know what they're doing, especially like high diamond, low masses, upwards, they know what they're doing. You just call Roadhog Discord and they all just launch on him and kill him. 
And it's just like, wow, okay, I have power now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, Genji, this I one. Decide who anything. dies. <laughs> well, that's the thing. What do you think? Who do you think is the best hero then? To sort of, if you were, if you were crazy, you were going to go in solo queue to kind of uh, use a high diamond into masters because I don't think it's Zarya anymore. Uh, still effective. Zarya's still, still effective. Zarya's still effective. She's still in strong. this meta, I'd say Anna. Anna, it's, yeah. it's like being good at Anna, like I've been playing Anna a lot in the sort of the Blasters High Diamond bracket, and that works really well. Um, Reinhardt isn't a bad bet yeah. either, just knowing how to play. I um, I, I was on Anubis, and I got like sixty-two or sixty-three eliminations, and like twenty-three thousand damage as Reinhardt because <laughs> I had <hadn't> Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just like running through, <laughs> slamming the shell. So yeah, it is, it is strong. But like I said, Anna's that, a good bet. Yeah, I mean, we we were we were sort of abusing that. We were just rolling Anna Reinhardt, and then sometimes Anna Reinhardt and Zen we were rolling but Anna Reinhardt and then like a DPS in a triple stack and it was super effective because people you know the only counter people can't do another with... Anna yeah. you've got to put you to sleep man you should run around because it's like holy fucking hell what do you do what do you yeah do? yeah I mean you need a defensive ult I mean Lucio is probably not even good enough you need you need a Zenyatta you need a transcendence that's about the only hog actually hog pretty good. To... hog's pretty oh, good yeah, Earth Shadow's is... pretty good like you've just yeah. got you've the thing with the Anna ult is that it comes before any of those ults are available in the first push and then you just yeah. snowball off the back of it like my video goes into all that and yeah, so yeah. that's and fun they, of why yeah, you know, she's getting that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get the Anna charges, the, you know, the hog gets charged yeah. there, blah, 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 and it just rolls through. I mean, it's the triple tank thing and it's the nip thing, which I guess is what your video was about, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, it's the just literally on the nip comments why the Anna comp works and why it snowballs, yeah. how the snowball works, how you can perhaps fix it in balance changes, which they're looking at doing soon with the PTR. Yeah, well, this could be yeah. a good link into that, unless you guys want to carry on talking about the uh, season two, any other shenanigans you've got. Uh, just that it's down. better than season one. Like, yeah. I know, I know, ties are frustrating, but then I remember how absolutely pissed, and <laughs> annoying having every game go to coin flip was. So it's just like, fine, I'll take the tie. I'd rather have some form, some form of reliable tiebreaker that isn't just on random chance. But whatever, I'll take the tie for now. Like, yeah, I, I think draws are the lesser of all the available evils that we're aware of. I mean, if they want to come up with something else, I'll, I'll be glad to PTR it. But I can't imagine it would be that great. I mean, what did they do? Don't before? have random they chance. Had random a random control point i just massively extends the length of the game and also what what does a control point have to do with that game yeah. on numbani you just played like it's a completely different map i mean i personally would love every game to be controlled if i could play control all the way up the ladder i'm actually pretty convinced i could get to masters pretty easily well, you're I control... like a tracer main so yeah yeah, yeah i was yeah. gonna I mean, say <laughs> i'm, I'm like mm. Control. Nice when it pops in. Like, like... I play tank and support mostly, so yeah, thanks. You know, I'm like him. It pops in. It's like, oh, maybe I'll play a bit of Zarya now or something like that. Actually, Reinhardt is quite effective as well. Which we've got an Anna all the time. Um, all right, yeah. all right. Let, let, let's go into uh, let's go into the patch notes because uh, these are on the PTR, and I guess we can talk about Anna to begin with. Now, as Josh just said, Anna she charges her ultimate ridiculously quick. So what they're going to do to Anna is they're going to nerf her and then buff her. So they are going to um, increase the ultimate cost by twenty percent, um, but the radius has also been increased on a biotic grenade from three to four yes. meters. So it's actually easier for for her to uh, heal a group, but her ultimate charge is being reined in. Now they do actually say. I don't really think she's OP. It's just the fact that her ultimate is charging too quick. So yeah. what they're trying to do with this <laughs> is reduce the number of ultimates that she'll have available. My issue with this is, uh, before I let you guys come on to this, the ultimate itself is not being changed. So it's still going to be crazy powerful. And pushes are still going to center around this you know Reinhardt there or whatever just rushing a, a in subtle kind of change like... that is coming in the PTR as well I don't know if you played on the PTR but they've added new voice lines oh so yes that when a target is charged yes yes 
<laughs> like, why not? She was like, ready or not, here I come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I read that they done good, them. I good, haven't yeah, actually yeah. heard them yet. That's so cool. <laughs> I was playing it. I was playing it this morning. I was just randomly firing into oh, basically into Widowmakers because the whole team was me, Anna, and like five Widowmakers. And yes. I'm firing it into him. It, it, it is it is much better, but. I, honestly, I don't think that's going to alert the enemy team any more than, you know, the fact it's gone <laughs> off and you can hear it going off and then there's this massive, like, orange Reinhardt running towards you. Yeah, like, this fucking bulldozer running into your yeah. team, yeah. I think oh, Winston, he's noticing... crazy when it's on him. Oh, I, I, lo I love it on Winston because he just, like, flies over. Like, you put it on him and he just leaps into action. Or if the Anna's good, they do it mid-leap, you know, and he just lands with a Zarya bubble glowing and just massacres Instantly everybody. killing the Zen, instantly. <laughs> and Merce is dead instantly. It's like, holy hell. Zen must have been deleted from this game. <laughs> uh, I do love it on Winston. So, I think, uh, think it's enough. Well, what do you think about this, then? What do we sorry. think about this? Is this going to change I, I was it? Gonna... Oh. I was just going to say, I think Josh has already touched on the main thing that this actually affects, and that's the fact that Anna's ultimate comes up way before Transcendence, way before Sound Barrier, and way before those defensive ultimates that you would generally be able to use to counter it. And so this is, this is, I guess, is going to mostly affect that. Um, in solo queue balance, like it's fine because in solo queue or you know duo queue or even triple queue teams aren't that good at absorbing damage and soaking damage, and then building up the Anna ult like aggressively and intensely building up the anaerobe before you push people will just push and they won't wait for the anaerobe and they won't sort of stagger damage like we were doing in the world cup for example where we had like reinhardt keep your barrier down yeah but in the pro level this isn't going to change squat because the pros are now running like four tanks or you know running three tanks every now and then but now they're <laughs> swapping to four tanks and the idea is they just soak damage anaerobe comes up and i think the anaerobe will still outpace you know any damage received because it's four tanks and not dealing that much damage so we're entering this the situation where at least at the highest level you like way back in beta one there was a thing where if you took damage you build ultimate charge and they took that out because they didn't want you feeling like you know you can attack people like there were instances in beta one where it was like don't hit the roadhog because you're just going to charge his ultimate and he's going to run off and heal mm. and it's coming back to that now where anna's on the team and they're just taking damage and soaking it but there's no killing power because zenyada's uh orbit discord got nerfed for example tank buses have been slowly nerfed down over time and so the tanks are now so strong that they're getting healed back up. And I think the Anorot was still going to outpace everything at the highest level. So I think Anometer is going to stay at higher level. I think it's going to be less of a problem on the ladder. And I think solving it at the highest level is going to be tricky. Well, that's why our um, triple uh, Reinhardt Anna and the DPS build that, that we were running on the ladder was so effective because I would just be running around going, I'm taking damage, guys. And I'm literally yep. jumping in front of the choke at Hanamura. <laughs> and they're just shooting me. Like, and I'm, whoa. Anna suddenly got a charge extremely fast. And... Yeah, it's going to delay that, but it's not going to delay it enough for Sound Barrier. Or <laughs> Zen's all exactly. come up. No way. It's like... Hmm. I don't know. It, like the do the changes worrying? that I proposed is... Go on, Josh. The change that I proposed is you do the same thing that you did to Genji. It's it's kind of a similar thing where the thing with the Anarult is you're trying to stall it. You yeah. you don't want to fight the Anarult because it's more powerful than you. And if they have one and you don't, you just lose the fight. So you want to try and stall it. You want to try and disengage. You want to get away from it. So having ways of stalling it means that it has to have a meaningfully short timer. Right now, the timer just feels too long. The Reinhardt can get into the enemy team a bit too reliably, deal a bit too much damage. By reducing the amount of time the nano boost lasts, then you have more options for disengaging. You have, you know, any time bought with a flashbang or a charge or a roadhog hook, that's more meaningful suddenly. Or a Maywall. Or a Maywall, <laughs> for example. Well, I mean, the, yeah. the only, like, really effective counters, early counters to, to the Anna roll, is the Anna sleep dart from your own Anna. Exactly. Or uh, you can go fucking crazy and charge the enemy Reinhardt with Reinhardt to knock him down. You're going to get wrecked doing it, but it's going to yeah, control but you him have for to a do while. You have, you have to, have to do it. it. It's like, shit, he's coming. I've got to go in. 
I don't think it kills you, but it, if you're very fucking low, you're going to die as soon as you stand up. He's just going to hit you and you're dead. Um, yep. But it's, yeah, it, it, when there's only they two also, counters to it. They also need to look at the interaction. Like, this is actually a subtle thing, and I mentioned this in the video. The interaction between armor and the nano boost. So for those of you who aren't aware about how armor works, armor will reduce the damage you take by five, or it will half the damage if it's below a certain threshold. I can't remember what that threshold is. I think ten. it might be if so it's lower than five, if, then it just halves yeah. ten. Yeah. And then it halves it. The way that it works in nano boost is the damage reduction from nano boost comes in first, and then the armor reduction comes in. Well, that is basically double dipping on it and making it so this is why Reinhardt feels immortal when you're playing Roadhog or Reaper and he's nano boosted and you're just doing nothing because you're getting reduced by nano boost and then you're getting reduced further by armor. They need to change that so that the armor happens first and then the damage reduction comes in from nano boost. That'll make Reaper more effective, Roadhog more effective against these nano boosted Reinhardts because that 200 armor is basically a shitload more effective hit points. Way, way more than you would expect. And I think that's another place that they can look at to make it so that the Reinhardt is a little bit less immortal and a little bit easier to deal with. Well, yeah, because focused DPS mm -hmm. should be able to take him down. That should be the yeah. counter to him. If the team is good enough to just turn around and attack him, which they should be because he's a massive target, then he should go down. I mean, I, no doubt we've all been in teams who've tried to do this. And it's like you just, even if you're not using, you know, even if everybody is attacking him, nothing frigging happens. It's just exactly. it's ridiculous. Well, the thing is, is like if you if all you do is focus that Reinhardt, if their positioning is smart, then Anna's just like healing, healing him up for if, yeah. if if it's a good Anna, she's put her she's put her biotic grenade on him before he goes in, and she's healing him for well, that's like, the ninety that's that's a good Anna yeah. biotic grenade Zenyata when he's trying to counter the fucking thing yeah. going off. It is ultimate because oh, that's so grenade Yeah, it is. It is that's so good. <laughs> but yeah, that is. I uh, I, I'm, I'm a tracer man. I don't really care about transcendence. Yeah. I'll be honest. <laughs> 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 You're more worried about getting the crosshairs on his head and killing him with one clip. Yeah, Bye. Yeah. That that does feel good when you do that. That is probably my favourite thing in the game is one clipping somebody at the moment. Sleep darting ultimates. Oh, oh yeah. That, sleep that sleep darting a Genji. McCree or Genji. Just, <laughs> getting a Genji. Like he starts shouting his weeb nonsense at you and you just, no bedtime. <laughs> Have you seen I the new line for um, McCree? His <laughs> new ultimate ready line. He goes, you know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good. Awesome. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to Widow. So Widow has the, almost quick scope in his back with Widow. So her um, scope was on a half a second delay. So when you activate the scope, it took half a second for it to pop up. But before you could fire, if you tried to fire before that, well, you couldn't. Now it's been reduced to 0.3. Now it's only a 0.2 second reduction, but this actually feels way better. Like when I've been playing, like I used to play Widow quite a bit and then I fucking stopped playing her. Played her a little bit on the PTR today and after playing her on uh, like an equip play game on live, the difference is, is you can feel the difference. It feels like a lot better. She feels a lot better to me. Question is, is this enough to bring her back into the game? <sighs> widow, Widow, Widow. Gee, I... I she's more viable than she was now but i don't think this is going to bring her back i'm still going to be like oh shit that's a widow on my team there are some instances where like you know king's row attack or something like that a widow for a quick pick yeah sure that's fine but rolling the widow throughout the whole map i still think she's not i don't know i widow is always going to be a problem for blizzard i think just given the nature of yeah. what she is because if you let her quick scope she's too powerful yeah, if she's quick scoping, that enables her to not be what she is. That stops her being a sniper, and all of a sudden she's medium range. And in some cases, when they're really good, she's yeah, close she's range, headshotting yeah. people <laughs> for three hundred damage. And like, I don't, I, th I think you're absolutely right. I don't think there's a place for snipers in Overwatch. Hanzo isn't a sniper. Anna isn't a sniper. Anna's a healer happens to be a sniper. And Hanzo, you play in medium and close range. You don't play him at long range because you won't hit shit. Like, I, I don't think there is room for it because 
the counters for her are too strong. When she can only work at long range, Winston's going to jump on her and she's got no team support because if she's got any team support, that person is not supporting their team. They're just supporting Widow. So if Winston and Genji are jumping on her, she's she's gone. She's ineffective. What so... did we just say about staying together as a team? You will win games of Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And unless they release some new map, which is just basically one big <laughs> long corridor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't see her coming in. I mean, Josh, you play a lot, or you want to play a lot of Widowmaker. So. I want to play a lot of Widow, but like I made the decision very early to like give up on that dream because I realized very early on that she's... If you main Widow, you are probably never going to get out of Diamond. You will start hitting players who just realize, that's a really good Widowmaker player. Congratulations, you are absolutely fucking impeccable at Widowmaker, mate. I'm picking Winston. Yeah. GG, no re, you've lost. Like, she is so <laughs> easy to hard counter. And it just becomes this thing of like, well, there's no point in picking Widow. And especially now, like, I'm going to be the guy who's going to bring up the meta every single time a discussion happens. But right now, the meta is a tank meta. You are not picking Widowmaker into a tank meta. Like, if you nail a headshot, that's 300 hit damage. Congratulations. Anna's healed that in three shots. And now she's ready to go, and there's a fucking nano-boosted Winston on you. Because they pick Winston because <laughs> you're playing Widowmaker. Good luck. Like, it, it's like, like you said, Widowmaker's going to be so hard to balance. And I love to play her. Like, I love her aesthetic. She's a gorgeous French woman ace love snipers <laughs> love playing snipers i've played snipers in pretty much every single game fes that i've played and it's just like i can't play her in this game because she's just never going to be that effective and sure it feels great getting a headshot every now and then but uh, you realize in the back of your mind that if i was playing something else i'd be doing more yeah and yeah, that yeah. just doesn't feel good and I think Widowmaker will always just be a niche pick. She'll be useful in certain areas and in certain instances. I think the map balance is going to be the biggest factor and what's available in the meta. Right now, Widowmaker counters have been strong since forever. Like Genji was really strong a patch ago. Tanks are really strong in this meta. Widowmaker's not going to get picked. She's kind of like McCree in some ways, I guess. Like McCree is very, he seems to me like he's very finely balanced. Like at the moment, he's okay. But you push him just a little bit in one direction and he becomes completely shit or absolutely fucking dominant and it's crazy yeah. widow is like i mean what, that times a thousand i guess yeah yeah what, what like I, I, you're totally right in what you said there is no place for a sniper like, like that in this game there is no place for it but what do you do they're not i mean they're not going to remove her she's kind of yeah she, you want to have the sniper archetype in there but you want it to be fun and not unfair but she's just going to be hard counted like to me you pit widow once and then you run her out until you get an ultimate and then you fire the ultimate and then you dump her like you just you swap off her and that to me is like always a thing to keep in your mind when discussing overwatch balance is not every hero needs to be viable 100 percent of the time oh yeah shit. you could just bring them out for like, like one bastion. life like bastion because yeah, 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 yeah. like yeah. i was gonna make or like unfair. yeah yeah or like yeah. may it may even more so i mean may is um well may is surprisingly effective if you're you know if you can easily put a frigging wall and chop a team, which is very easy to do, guys. Even I can do this, and I don't play me. And I've just May, got to pay Hannah attention Mora. and it's focus so, on it's, doing oh, it. It's so easy, though. It's so easy. Instead of trying to headshot people or do flashy shit that you shouldn't also, be doing, just stand in a place spawn. and put a wall. Don't wall the fucking spawn. No, don't. You've given oh away the god. Game. Oh, that you triggers me so much. Because the enemy just goes. Well, the wall's down. Lose your speed boost. Let's run and kill everyone. Yeah, and then you die. Yeah. Always try and slice. Always try and slice. But it's, so, it's so, it, that's like one of those tactics which is crazy effective in like you know mid diamond. It's, it's so effective because they all come in and you just wall them off and kill them. It's stupid. But yeah, you're right. Like um, I was going to make a very unfair comparison to uh, with Bastion or even Torbjorn and Widowmaker. But Torbjorn and Bastion do still have a use. They're not like 
completely unusable. And you can kind of say Widow, yeah, she does have a little bit of a use, but using a hero just to try and get a quick pick in the spawn and then swapping off to somebody else, I don't think that's what Blizzard intended a character to be. <laughs> you know? That's their niche. Yeah. You, get, yeah. you get that pick up, well, you might kill somebody, but within the first 10 seconds of the game, that's it, you're off. It's, well, it's, it's, it's almost like it catches you by surprise, right? Which I think this is why people persevere and play it. You know, imagine you're on any given map. Let's just say Route 66. You come around the corner. You don't expect that to be a widow. Oh, widow's there. She headshots your mercy or something straight away. It's like, oh, great. They've got a widow. But then you're just going to adapt and deal with the widow. And she's going to be taken out of the game. All you need to do is jump on her as Winston and she's gone. There's like, it, it's not it's not effective at all. Like, it's too easily countered. Like, like Josh said, it's just too easily countered. She's the like, one exception I've seen I feel... in a Masters level game was like playing Temple of Anubis defense first point. They ran a Widowmaker. We didn't have any, op like, we because we were defending, we couldn't swap easily and we didn't have anything to really deal with her. And so she was kind of effective there and it sort of made it difficult. But literally, like, I was playing support in that match and I just repositioned. Yeah, just hard. And suddenly she was just like a lot less effective. And it's like, okay. And then she's tried to force it on second point and I was literally sniping her as Mercy. Because the positions for Widowmaker aren't great there, and I could just lay down spam fire as Mercy and put enough pressure on her with the rest of the team that she was just dying and wasn't being useful. And then we just swap to a Winston and poof, mm. the problem's gone. Yeah. But like, I, I mean, I like sniping. I like playing sniping. It's, it's very satisfying when you land this, the headshot noise. Like to me, one of the most satisfying sounds in the world is the headshot sound in Team Fortress Two. I live for that ding noise that headshots make. <laughs> but. It, it's just it's not viable and i think if you are like a widowmaker main a diehard widowmaker main i want to be a sexy french woman i'm going to play widowmaker for the rest of my life who doesn't want to be a sexy french woman and it's just like <laughs> yeah and it's just like you're never going to get out of masters like yeah. you could be amazing but i talk to literally legendary sniper players and they will say the same thing that there's a time and a place for widowmaker it is not right now like it is not the instances where some people try and force it. And it's the same for any main. Like, you, you can't force a main into every, like, situation. It's the nature Except of this game. You've got to be flexible. You need to have some sort of a, a collection of heroes that you can play and that you're effective with. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like um, if I was going to go heavily into DPS, right? Uh, Soldier was probably the, 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 the one I played the most. But I would not. I'd play McCree instead of Soldier. I'd train myself playing McCree because I know McCree is just more effective in a lot of situations he's more effective so why take the soldier i'm not saying soldier isn't as effective he's more effective than he was but you know when it comes to McCree's a decision who is better, better mccree bit better. is better so you take him well so, so, soldier mccree's better at dealing effective damage yeah like, yeah once, gets effective soldier once again yeah. falls into that almost junk Charge, rat range yeah. i'm not saying he's as bad as junk rat but he almost falls into that similar range of well he just chips the enemy down and then anna gets an old yeah so yeah, you, you you have to be able to play McCree, and McCree McCree is very hard to play, oh, which yeah. is one of the things because so, soldiers soldiers such an it's so different. Soldier I want to say McCree. such an easier, but yeah, soldiers so much easier to play skill wise. They're a million miles apart. Soldiers easier to aim with because it's a rapid fire weapon, and he's got his sprint to reposition, and he's got his biotic field to heal himself back up if he does do something stupid. Whereas McCree is like, if you get out of position, you get punished instantly. If you can't put that crosshair over it and click your mouse button when the crosshair is directly over them, you're not going to do any damage. Which does kind of suck, but if you want to be able to play damage and you, at the higher level, you need to be able to play McCree. Like, that, that is just it. And I really need to work on my McCree at the moment. Because yeah, <laughs> my McCree is terrible. You've got to have a lot of respect for people who are extremely good with McCree. Because, I mean, I remember watching, uh, it was Numlocked, I think, on his Smurf, and he was, like, flick-shotting people. And I'm like, this guy's the tank for that team. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we were laddering with him. We were laddering with him, and he literally went, oh, man, my aim's dog shit. I'm like, 70%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what? 70%? <laughs> what? Jesus. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah that was something else. I, I, mean, I think you made a video on this, haven't you, Josh? The Anna training drill thing, which everybody seems to do. Um, uh, yeah, well, like you, you set up Anabots. Yeah, 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 you set yeah. up Anabots and you set them so, to headshot only, so the Anabots can't headshot you. And so you just start headshotting them. Yeah. And it, it does work. Like, oh, uh, shit. I was... I'll tell you, it does fucking work. Like, I've been doing this quite a bit. I did it this morning. Uh, what I do is I run on King's Row and I want to get 100 eliminations. I want to see how like high I can get my accuracy. Yeah. Um, and the, the best I've ever done, this was this morning, uh, I got 101 eliminations and I got 45% weapon accuracy, which was Damn, really good. Edges only, that's yeah, very good. That was really good. But that was like, I don't know what was going on with me. Like I was fucking landing everything. <laughs> it was like, oh God. Most of the time it's like 28, if I'm lucky, 25. I was going to say, so I, like I get 30, I'm happy. <laughs> like yeah, really happy. They, If I could do that every game, I'd be a McCree main, right? But you know, it's like, yeah. But that, like, if I wasn't doing that, I would not get better with McCree. Like just going into a game and hoping to fucking train as McCree is like madness. It's madness. That The, the unpredictable movement of the Anabots is, yeah. is what you And do. you can what you can do is, like I did it on King of the Hill a lot. And I like I found Nepal very good because Nepal has a lot of very open um, sort yeah. of control points. And because you have your friend, the Anabots on there, Never, point never really gets captured so it just lasts for ages and so what you can do is you can just position yourself and you can challenge yourself if you really want to like adjust where you're standing in uh, height terms like this is more for Widowmaker as well because you know as Widowmaker you generally are above people so sniping across a, like a horizontal plane trying to get headshots is easier than sniping from a vertical plane because you don't have to adjust for the z-axis and so it's just a good way of sort of practicing. Like I think with Widowmaker in like an easy position, I was about 25 to 30%. And then the harder positions was like 20% headshots. And it was just sort of getting used to like flick shot, training how I was aiming, training the flick shot sort of reaction, that kind of thing. And it does really help, like just doing it even Wait. just once or twice a day. It's just that thing of like when you get into the situation, you know what to do without thinking about what you're doing and you just do it yeah. and you just execute. It's like you walk into a place, poof, execute, execute, and it'll transfer into a game. You know, if, if you're McCree, you walk into a room, you know, you just, right, oh, there's a Zen. You won't start shooting the fucking Rhino. Bang, bang on the Zen, bang on the Zen. And you just, you just do it. It's muscle. But it's muscle memory, but it's more instinct. Yeah. It's kind of like sports. You know, you just, you know, you get the ball. Well, this is me talking about football again. Get the ball. You just know what to do because you've done it so many times. You just do it. You just do it. There's a reason you, like, you do train. dribbling drills and passing drills. Exactly. Like... Yeah, yeah. You can't just expect to just turn up and you know, like this does frustrate me a little bit as well. Where you see people who've played fucking loads of games, but they don't seem to get anywhere on Overwatch. They're always around the same rank. They're not really improving. But hopefully, they're not declining. But they're just sitting at the same rank. It's like, what are they doing? They're just bashing their head against the door. I've seen this in League of Legends, where a group of guys that I played with had thousands of games that they played, but they never really changed in their rank because they always just did the same thing. You know, there was no like let's watch you know tutorials let's watch guys let's try and do training drills let's try and do you know mouse pointer accuracy or whatever there was none of that it was just like let's just play the game and you kind of you know you don't really get it and i'm not saying everybody should be getting better at games play them for fun like but yeah to me it was a little bit frustrating to just see people sort of stagnate away when yeah i think me and Stiver are similar in that we play games to try and improve like we we have that instinct that i want to come out of every single game better than i was yeah and, and for I me, that's where the fun is. bad as well. Yeah, and I want to look back. What well, this is why? Hey, we can talk about this. Um, the spectator system. Uh, Ooh, which yeah, I went and had a look at that. Oh, I've not looked at this. So we're like Josh going to. I've played around with it. So I just literally before this podcast, I went and played around with it. So when you're moving in free cam now, it's like got a weight to it, and it just has like a smoothness. Mm. Like it's got a forced smoothness to it. Mm. So yeah, it's like that... um, it's it's like you've got a steady cam. Like, yeah. Have you ever seen like the difference between like someone moving a camera and then, like steady steady? Yeah, they've got like, image stabilization like on or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it exactly. feels really like, weird at first, but you get used to it. And it's just like so. Before when you want to do a panning shot, I used to just grab my controller, and I used to have to do it on a controller. 
And so that gives you very smooth sort of sweeping shots. And anytime in a Overwatch tournament you see someone doing a smooth shot, they probably got a controller in their hands. Now that the, you can do that with a mouse, it does it automatically. They've also added a pause button. There's a fucking <laughs> pause function in Overwatch. And thank God for that, because as a commentator, the most awkward thing in the world is when someone disconnects and it's five versus six and you, you can't pause it. And all you can commentate on is that they're probably going to lose the next fight. Like, it's almost a guaranteed loss. And so it's like, what can you do? All we can say is like, Blizzard, please, like in a joking fashion, oh, Blizzard, please give us a pause function so that we can get out of this awkward situation. Ha, 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 ha. But it is fucking shocking when there is thousands of dollars on the line. And with mm. Ely coming up, like there will be thousands and thousands of dollars coming on the line. And as far as I'm aware... of dollars in development and they don't have a pause button to begin with. It's yeah. like, boys, what... <laughs> It's just like well, how, how is, long? How long did it give them the ability to remake in StarCraft Two? How long were they calling for that? Like, yeah, I'm going way back now, like way back. Before, we're talking like way before um, uh, uh, Heart of the Swarm. Yeah, yeah. This is Wings, Wings of Liberty. Like, like, like I followed like, StarCraft in Spader. Yeah. Like, considering that was a game they were expecting to have a massive esports scene immediately, and people were asking for this, it still took them. I, can't, I don't even know how long. I feel like it was at least a year, maybe even two, before they actually got that in into it. They, they, I don't know. Things are different now. They are like really pushing for esports a lot more. But this was StarCraft too. This is like the grandfather. Well, StarCraft's the grandfather of well, esports. It was, the, it, was the, I mean, it was his child, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, StarCraft, <laughs> like to me, if you know, you ask me where where was the esports resurgence? Where was the esports surgeons? I guess in the West, it came from StarCraft too. Oh yeah. StarCraft yes, two yeah. was hey, kickstarted everything. I didn't watch esports before. Yeah, that. it got me into it. And yeah, I was yeah, like, what the hell is this exactly GSL thing? Yeah, and it was amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, I had a GSL. I had a GSL subscription. Like, I fucking yeah, loved I it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, I remember getting see. up in the morning to watch it as well. That was early yeah, for me. as well, getting up at that time. Yeah. What's your taste? What's your, like, Dayline Dailies yeah. at 3 a.m. as well? Yeah, 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 That's yeah, fucking yeah. ace. Loved amazing. it. <laughs> right, so what are, we, we still need, like, a bloody... Um, I mean, this is good that this is coming in, but we still need to be able to save replay files of games. Replays, so, yeah. yeah. So we can reload oh, them back I can't in and watch wait what's for going replays. on. I need that. I absolutely replays need that. Would be, yeah, replays would be great for us. It'd be great for me. Like, having a way to practice commentating would be wonderful. Uh, just having a way to, like, yeah, just do watch replays is great. They've said that replays are coming. Like, apparently the guys who are going to work on replays are working on the competitive season two system. So I think what they're going to be doing... 60 tick? Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're working yeah. on 60 ticks. So now they're probably going to be working on replays and play of the game, uh, making that system better. Because I think, as far as I understand it, like the systems are linked into how, like, play of the game is basically, you think about play of the game, it's like a mini replay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not surprising that the two systems are kind of linked together and they want to work on them at the same time. So replays are hopefully not that far away. Really want Blizzard to sort of hammer that out because it will help the esports scene massively and it will just help everyone as well. Just to explain help. things. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't wait for it. Like going back to StarCraft 2 again, I remember like, I, I didn't ever really play it. I only ever really watched it. But when I did try to play it, like the one thing everybody told you when, when I played it with an attitude of like, I want to get better at this game, they're like, you've got to watch your replays. Yeah. If you can, after every game you play, go back and watch it back so you can figure out where, where it is you went wrong and what you could have done you know, better. You know, when I was and playing I... StarCraft, I, I had uh, post-it notes on my monitor, right, with times where I should have had things built. Yes. And I'm like, and I'm looking yes. at the game time, I'm like, fuck, I haven't built this yet. And then I'm getting like, behind, like, shit. Build all the times. Yeah. Pylons oh, and probes. Uh, I, I, I only ever had one board. <laughs> yeah, I, I was tearing two. I only ever had one build. It was a Marine Marauder Medivac 10 minute push. <laughs> that, that was it. That was my build. <laughs> yeah. What about the old no, Foxy did... two racks? That was great. That was oh, great. Fuck <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. 
the cheese, the cheese. But at, at the moment with this Road to Master series that I've been doing, like it's, it's pretty much about going back over my old games, like trying to cut it down yeah, as a highlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then and then going through them and really analyzing them and really looking yeah. into being like, look, this is what I should have done better. Look, that's where I was shooting at Zarya when there was a Lucio open. There was a Lucio with nobody on him. And then that Lucio did a sound barrier. And then we lost the game because that Genji sorted with the sound barrier and we all died. And being able to it's pause like, this would be amazing as well. Like if you're flying around with the spectator cam watching the action, you can stop and then completely explain why that fight has been lost. Because yes. like, like, yeah. like Josh always says, he's trying to catch a bloody waterfall in a cup, trying to commentate the game. But trying to explain what's going on, like giving people an explanation as to why that attack has just failed. If you can stop that and say, ah, and then you can see all the ultimate timers, you can see who's moved in, you can see maybe who's just been quickly killed before the fight's gone in, or maybe they've done something wrong and they shouldn't have done that. You could totally break that down. That would be absolutely invaluable. And it's coming. It's got to be coming, right? And when yeah. it comes, it'll it would... be, you know... It'll be, the, it'll, it'll be be beautiful. so useful and it's going to make such good content as well. Yeah, <laughs> and like, hopefully I won't have to record every fucking game because I filled yes. 8 terabyte of recordings. Yeah, well you used that. like insane You need to, you need to yeah. move off of DX Story. I've yeah, moved well. off of DX Story. Like, like I, I, now, I now have about 8 gigs for a 20 minute game. Much better. Yeah, my, mine's as about 30 like, or something like yeah, that. But like I play a lot of games, it's like... Yeah, 30, 40 is what DX Story is. It's crazy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was like, 8 terabyte? I've got two 4 terabyte drives here. It'll be fine. But now I'm having to delete <laughs> I'm like, shit. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll still want to record it because you'll want the banter, especially if we're doing our six-man uh, tampon storm. You're going you're gonna to oh, want no, I'm just, Yeah, I'm just talking about like um, general, like because I record absolutely everything and sometimes like... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't need the voice or whatnot, but um, yeah. But yeah, it needs to come. Uh, what else have we got here then? So, oh, wait, there was user UI updates, which actually yeah. I kind of like. This. It, it looks, looks cleaner, looks more cleaner. Yeah, um, yeah. Not really. Like they use so colors for the yeah. They use colors for the hero bars now, so like Genji's in green and stuff like that. So it's very easy to see stuff. Shows off your ranks better. Shows off everything better. The UI just looks better. Looks cleaner. Yeah, and it's nice to have a UI change every now and then. Like, I just I, in a general thing, it's just nice to swap it up a little bit. It just—it looks like one of those things they probably wanted to get in for launch, maybe, but just push back because yeah. you could see the like. Um... I'll tell you what annoys me actually, like with the UI, the fact that now we're stuck on like Eichenwald permanently in the background. Like, can we go back to a rotation <laughs> yeah, of the map? Yeah, no, it changed on mine now. I get Kings. I had Kings Row and Anubis and everything. That's probably on PTR. No. I oh. think on PTR you get the normal rotation, but in live you just get Eichenwald. Pretty I think, damn I'm sure. sure in the battle net launcher it says our new map Iconvol coming soon or something. Yeah, like, exactly. What guy is coming soon? That map. But it's like a guy who makes thumbnails for videos. I'd like to have a different background or like try and like having to cut out Reinhardt <laughs> or something from fucking Iconvol. You know, back with the summer games, I did not want every single thumbnail to be in a football field. So it's like cutting out <laughs> Tracer. It's like fucking out Tracer. Complicated model. It's like, oh, just cut off a bit of that. Fuck it. No, I'll notice. Do, do you know what? You know, so yeah, I'll, give, I'll give you a tip. Please. I'll give you a pro tip, right, guys? You know, on Hollywood, the green screen, stand in front of that yeah. emote and take screenshots. Yeah, that's what I use to create yeah. a load of my icons and stuff that I've used. <laughs> you can also it's do animation as well. Although it does, <laughs> cast the background. Weird, it does cast a weird green shadow on some stuff yeah. in certain positions, I found. Like, because I for, for my little map guides, I made like little icons of all the stuff, which was basically just on the hero select screen, taking a screenshot of it with the hero selected and then cutting out the little hexagon yeah. thing. 
But then I wanted to have Torbjorn's turret when I wanted to highlight the fact, this was a little while ago, when I wanted to highlight the fact to people that Torbjorn does not stand there hammering his turret. Torbjorn is here, his turret is here. The turret is shooting, Torbjorn is shooting. Isn't this wonderful? But I needed to make an icon for Torbjorn, <laughs> so for his turret. So I just put the turret in front of the green screen, sort of made this weird, and then put it onto this hex. Uh, I don't know why I'm babbling on about it. But... Well, I, I opened a loot box yesterday and it had a Torbjorn, the one where he's riding the turret, uh, his stupid thing. I, I just left the game on in the background though and the animation had stopped for Torbjorn, so he's still, but the turret is still weirdly expanding and contracting. And I, I was watching it, I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? So I started recording it, right? And I've, got, I've literally got like a five minute recording of the turret expanding and contracting with Torbjorn just still, I don't know. <laughs> What's going on? That was weird. Um, it's already just upload that five minute video. Yeah, just upload it, ego. Just guys. put some fucking white noise behind it and just zoom in slowly. <laughs> there you go, a million views for you today. Nice. Oh, put some like, fucking Ainsley Harriet in the background as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. That <laughs> one. Uh, I don't think there's anything really of a major stuff. There's just like a load of bug fixes, yeah, fixing stuff that are on the PTR. There's there's the Junkrat tire change, but it's oh, so point, minimal. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's 0.6 seconds. I tested it earlier today. It comes out 0.6 seconds faster. I mean, I don't, I don't really play Junkrat because at the moment, as I, as we already talked about earlier, in fact, if Junkrat's picked on my team, I tend to get pretty angry internally. Yeah. About I've played it. I a little bit of Junkrat. I mean, his ultimate he has just these uses. Tool, right? It's not really... If you kill somebody with it, you're fucking lucky. You'll get killed most <laughs> yeah. of the time, you know. The thing, like, Junkrat is one of those heroes where you really have to understand what the point of playing Junkrat is to actually be effective on him. And, the and point not, is not be like. Spam a choke blindly and just hope. Yeah. Not in this meta. Like, you do not just spam and then hope and just, like, go, oh, yeah, well, I've got gold damage and I'm so valuable. Where is everyone? Why are we getting killed by this Reinhardt who's 20 foot tall and glowing? Like, because <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Why are you standing in more trap? Because he's smashed it, son, and he's coming for you. <laughs> yeah, and he's just he's just holding down mouse button one, and he's killed your trap in a single swing. There you go. Mm -hmm. Oh, junk rat. Like, I just game needs a better scoreboard. Like that. That's how you fix that. You need better feedback to tell you how you're doing. Mm. Yeah, but junk rat would still have gold damage. He wouldn't care. He'd about still have gold else. damage, but he'd have shit eliminations, and more people would see that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like you just need better feedback for how you're doing with Junkrat because if you're playing Junkrat and you don't have gold damage, you're fucking up in a major way. So, yeah. or you might be playing it improperly and not spamming into a choke. Well, the thing is, spamming like, into a choke can be okay sometimes, not if there's a Zarya standing there yeah, waiting it, for it. Like, it's it's spamming Vault, into their team when one. they're actually yeah, you, properly you, you engaging. You always get one on Icon Vault on attack. Yeah, yeah. You know you're going to get one. So, you know, you've got your Reinhardt, you've got your Zarya, you bubble the Reinhardt, you stick your bubble line, you're 100 charged immediately, you run through the fucking choke, you start killing people because you'll get hit with Fire Strike as well because the enemy Reinhardt will spam that down there. So it's like, oh, look at this. And then you just steamroll through. It's a bit ridiculous. But yeah, mm. all right. What else have we got to talk about? I don't think there's that much, to be honest. Uh, we've covered the World Cup. We've co Oh, it's esports. Fucking hell, Josh. Is that that much? We just cut his whole section off. Fucking hell. It's still yeah, oh. E League. <laughs> e yeah, it's Step starting tomorrow. Yes, it is. It's coming around quite soon, this has. Let's talk yeah. about the casters to begin with, because I know there was a bit of um, controversy with this, because we've got a lot of like you know people like Semler and God knows what who are coming over from you know their established. Yeah, casters. Anders and Semlers. And, and from a lot. Yeah, and it, like I, I noticed Alpha. I seen some tweets off him. He wasn't really best pleased with a lot of the uh, uh, you know 
Well, one thing, like, so this is E-League, okay? So there's two current big organizations, at least in the West, for esports. And I'm aware, by the way, that I'm sat in the dark. That's just because I don't have better lighting. I just noticed on my camera I'm, like, in the shadow. Anyway, uh, so there's two big organizations, E-League and ESL. And they don't play ball with each other that often. I have heard from Mitch uh, Uber DeLeslie, who's probably my favorite caster in Overwatch at the moment. Like, he's absolutely superb. And he said that he'd be willing to do E-League, but just because of politics between E-League and ESL, he probably wouldn't be able to. Like, E-League are not going to bring in ESL casters to cast their event. They're just yeah, they're going to foster their own talent. Right? It's competition, I suppose. Yeah, you can understand it's... it on a level. So I can understand them bringing Anders and Semler. The thing with Anders and Semler is, let's say there's a CSGO major and an Overwatch major going on. They're going to work for CSGO. They're just going to get paid like 3,000 times more doing that. So why would they work for Overwatch? So it's like, why not foster Overwatch talent? Now, they have brought ZP over. Ace Choice, ZP is like one of the most knowledgeable people. He's an analyst, which is a shame because ZP's play-by-play is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Like, it's, it's absolutely god-tier. So... It kind of makes me sad of it, but I do understand why. That and it's just like people know Anders and Semler. People will watch it for Anders and Semler. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like so, the, yeah. the, the the day nine thing, the um, you know, autosis kind of thing. Because I mean, like yeah. I, I've seen massive arguments breaking out about this. I think Red Eye was commenting uh, on this on Twitter as well. And it's like, look, it, the casters don't just have to stick to one game. They, you know, to, to survive yeah, as a yeah, caster, yeah. You, you, I mean, you must know this, right, Josh? You can't just stay on one game forever. Sure, you need one game to build you up, but you're going to have to be flexible, right? I mean, um, autosis. The, he, I'm sure he cast World of Tanks at some point. I remember seeing some yeah, crazy. Oh, really? Like, I know he does every Blizzard stuff. game. Oh, yeah. I mean, Starcraft. He's diehard Starcraft, right? You know, he always will. Be. No, yeah, but he's not just Starcraft. But he does like every Blizzard game. Like they've got a. Um... Didn't he do Heroes of the Storm? I think he did once as well. Yeah, he's done Heroes. He's done Hearthstone. Um, trying to think. I don't think he's ever done WoW Arena. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's possibly <laughs> it. But I don't know if WoW Arena is actually considered a legitimate esport or not. I mean, it does get. It does done, have but... a yeah. There, there are comments, <laughs> but it's not a big thing. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, he casts like everything. He casts everything. And uh, Doa and Monte Cristo are going to be doing the Overwatch yes. Korean uh, league. I, 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 I cannot. So I'm so happy about that. Like, because Doa and Monte Cristo are fantastic. They're amazing casters. Monte Cristo is like one of the finest fucking analytical minds in esports. He's presentable. He's just really solid at doing it. He's entertaining to watch. He's entertaining to listen to. And Riot keep pissing him off. And I think Blizzard <laughs> just sat there with open arms saying, Well, we've got this game that's pretty fun and it's getting big in career. If you want to cast it, please, <laughs> yeah. please cast it. Because Riot keep pissing off their own talent. So, yeah. Yeah, like, I've seen an article right today or something about they're trying to increase the uh, the money they give to the players or something or, or something. It, oh, it, it's God. a shit There's show. There's been here, right, so the much drama about like the fact that Riot haven't been paying their talent, their casters properly for ages. Like the industry rates have just gone up and up and up. Riot have not raised it at all, so it's it's a shit show at Riot. Like uh, okay. they have all the money in the world, but they seem very reluctant to part with it. Was it, did they just announce that they have a hundred million concurrent players, or not concurrent players, active players? <laughs> not concurrent players. <laughs> Servers explode. Yeah, yeah monthly. That's got to be monthly, player, right? Like, hundred million yeah, yeah, monthly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean that's still pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, that's got to make it the most popular game at the moment. It is. Oh shit! It's been like, the most popular yeah, for a long, long, long time. Fucking yeah. way. Yeah. Which means they must have oodles of money. <laughs> like, it's. Yeah, they are, but they're not, it's not as like... I mean, if you compare them to Blizzard, it's not like they're trashing Blizzard for earnings or Blizzard Activision. It's a different kind of monetization yeah. system. It's high user base, but, you know, there's a lot of people who don't spend money on those games. Yes. They just play them. 
Um, mm-hmm. Especially with like Legion launch and like Hearthstone's new uh, expansion pack, I'm sure they're making Blizzard. Uh, Blizzard, are Blizzard are fine. Them, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. But yeah, the, the whole E League thing when it came out with the casters, I don't think I was too surprised. I mean, in a way, I was kind of happy that they did bring in such big talent to come in because you know, like you said, it gives it credibility. It will draw other people in, especially from CS:GO. They'll be like, oh yeah, let's take a look at this and moan about the tick rate and all of that shit will come in, no doubt. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit disappointing though not to see any other of the uh you know the, the overwatch casters because i mean you can't really say at this point that it's as far as the casters are concerned that it's an early scene the game has been around for a long time really and the casting has been happening for a long time you know these guys understand the game it's, it's early yeah, you it's understand still, the game early-ish. more so than it, a random csgo yeah. caster right oh yeah 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 like definitely um you could go and cast actually, csgo we'll... hang on hang on I, like I reckon an Overwatch caster could go and cast CSGO to a fairly acceptable quality. You're not going to have the background knowledge. You're going to be able to shout about what's going on. But you put a CSGO caster into Overwatch, what they're going to have to have played the game quite a bit themselves to understand what's going on. Yeah, I know that they've been watching. Like, There's a couple of analysts floating around now doing YouTube content. I know that um, Semler and Anders have been watching some of that to try and bunk up, but it would just be easier to have someone experience with Overwatch. An American, like, this is an American tournament, so you want to have American talent there. One that have ZP, one that have Hexagram. Like, these guys know the game, and I know that like Hex isn't the most popular customer in the world, but he's definitely capable as an analyst. He can work well with ha- uh, ZP. And he knows his stuff as well. He knows his like, stuff. Like, he explains his stuff. Well. Yeah. So it's like, why not just use him? Why not foster that talent? Like, do you think it's more of like they don't want to gamble, don't want to risk it, want to bring in? A yeah, service? I think with this big, yeah. like, they want to bring in, bring in people. They want people that are going to bring in people. Yeah, they've got, and the, I can see that they got two names on. Like, uh, looking at the Liquipedia page, if you want to know about esports, go look up uh, Liquipedia or go to Gamers for Overwatch. They have all the info there. Like, there's Mister X and Golden Boy. I have no idea who these two people are. I've never heard of them. No idea. I haven't I've never, seen, heard of never seen them cast Overwatch. I'm sure they've cast something in the background, but mm-hmm. never heard of them. Why not just use the Overwatch casters already existing in the scene? There's plenty of American talent. Why not use it? it and I imagine it's just like they're playing it safe. I guess they're using their own people at first, want to foster their own talent. But like, I'm sure if you approach Hexagram and say, Hex, if you want to work for E League, I'm sure Hex will say, probably, yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Like, <laughs> Carson's a good gig, so yeah. Oh, yeah, especially uh, for a major player. Mm, I don't know, it's interesting. Um, yeah, so what, uh, yeah, what, what's actually E-League. going on, like, beyond the league? Like, I, I, so, uh, uh, in terms of like, tournaments, the Lenovo Cup just finished, which is a, a small ish tournament, which is like $8,000 price pool. Who won that? Yeah. Uh, Nip. Oh, Nip oh. actually uh, ninjas in pajamas. So they like reunited beat them earlier and they just ran like four zero two into Nip's three zero three. So the Anacomp versus Anacomp, but one had more tanks than the other. Nip have since swapped to four zero two, where four tanks, two supports, and crushed reunited in the final. <laughs> so yeah, Nip like they, welcome to Anameda. Like this is I mean, gonna like, be illegal they, they over. It's just gonna be but- Nip have always run tank head teams, have, yeah. haven't they? This is this is them. This is this is the Nip Comp. This was called the Nip Comp. I'm calling it Anacomp just out of you know acceptance that not everyone follows the Overwatch scene, so they won't know what Nip means. So Anacomp is <laughs> yeah, easy to yeah. understand. But this is called the Nip Comp. Like they've run this, they've been using this for ages, and now that it's in meta, and now that it's in vogue because Zenyatta got nerfed, they're they're going to be winning shit. And this tournament coming up is going to be. 402 or 303. So three tanks, three sports, or th- four tanks, two supports. Very rare you're going to see DPS pieces outside of King of the Hill. And even on King of the Hill, you probably still see some Anacomp being used. But yeah, Lenovo Cup happened. Nip uh, won that. So congratulations. There's a weird thing with E League as well, where they're splitting up between NA and EU. 
So NA teams are going to be playing against NA teams, EU teams are going to be playing against EU teams, and I think it's until way later that you're going to start getting NA versus EU, which sucks. You should have mixed that from the beginning. Yeah, but the, I think the reason why they're doing is the final is going to be televised. And they want a US And they, want an, Amer- they yeah. want an American team in the final, which would not happen, I think, if they did. <laughs> Like even Envious, like kind of a European team. So mm. I'm going to be curious to see how Envious are doing. I haven't seen Envious play in a while, so going to be interested to see how they stack up. But beyond that, it's going to be a fun tournament. It's like it's the first big tournament that's happened since the uh, Atlantic Showdown. So curious to see how all these teams stack up. Like it's been a bit quiet. It's been a bit sort of yeah, lulled in the overall scene lately. Mm. Even for me, I've not really been dialed in, dialed into it that much since the uh, Atlantic Showdown final. Um, but it just seemed like that was like a big culmination of it, and then it just, it just sort of yeah. dropped off my radar for a while. Yeah. Well, I just kind of feel like Overwatch in general for the last three weeks has been—it's been slow, like news-wise in general. It's there just hasn't been, been sort a of huge over, amount happening. That happen yeah. Anyway. yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like we had this huge Gamescom thing, and then the Atlantic Showdown as well. Obviously, it was there, um, and then it's just like after that's just kind of been like this steady not really a huge amount going on like even sombra like after gamescom everyone was like oh my god sombra and those of us that were sensible were like they're not going to release sombra now they would have said something at gamescom where they had the entire globe watching them (laughs) they're not going to do it like a couple of days later that's crazy how is that Uh, doing (laughs) um i think i checked it the other day it was on like 56 percent. wow remember style when we were doing the podcast last time when we had the stream on and everyone was saying oh talk about sombra talk about sombra it's changed it's changed the percentage has changed it's like it's now like three weeks later yeah this is why we weren't talking about sombra every two seconds (laughs) guys and and and, and like it's quite apparent that you know blizzcon's coming up and yeah blizzcon's yeah why would they announce major content like that so close to a major event that they hold where they announce major content for their games yeah and don't you think ladies and gentlemen they want to you know one-up what they did at gamescom which isn't really that difficult because it was only a map at gamescom and well a skin or two skins for reinhardt i suppose that was kind of it it's like a skin in a recolor i think i think to be fair it's just a recolor it's not two skins yeah, it's a skin with, one of them's got like a piece of it's ivy with a, <laughs> on it. That's some moss dangling on it, yeah. They just let it go mouldy. It is a fucking nice skin though, that. Oh my God. Yeah. All right then, guys. Uh, I think we'll end it at that. It has been a beautiful episode of Overchat, which is, of course, uh, the Overwatch podcast. And uh, hopefully we'll be back next week and uh, with more beautiful Overwatch discussion. So uh, what have yeah. you guys got planned this week? Anything uh, fancy? That, yeah, I've been a little bit quiet to. lately, but I'm um, trying to get back into it. It's just, you know, health issues just keeping me busy um but aside from that i'm going to be getting back into things uh, i've got some content about the ptr so ptr speculation i've got an e-league primer that i'm going to try and put out tomorrow at least before the e-league starts so that you can understand everything i know about e-league if you're curious about it sort of what's going on with that and yeah just going from there hopefully when we get tampon storm back together like i'm going to start probably prodding people Hang more on, it's just, team just... unit lost it is not tampon storm team unit lost <laughs> Team Fucking unit fucking lost. I'll tell I'm you what, sorry. If, if, if we're going to be team unit lost, I'll be that Symmetra that just runs at yeah. the enemy team. <laughs> and I'll be Junkrat just spamming, stopping damage. Gold, got the gold, you shitters. Where's the gold? Hi, I've got gold. Where, where's the DBF guys? I've got gold medal. Who's second in damage? <laughs> team flame unit lost. That's what we're calling it. <laughs> 
Oh man. Anyway, Max, what, what have you got on this week then, Max? Before you really interrupted, <laughs> um, I myself have been very quiet because I've been having some personal issues of myself, and also World of Warcraft came out, and that was oh, an amazing Jesus place to uh, <laughs> to, uh, to hide from, away from the yeah. world and try and pretend not to deal with anything. I've but... literally leveled a character from one to I think I'm at level ninety one now. <laughs> just as like therapy. <laughs> it's just there's something oddly so calming about just leveling. It is. It's just such an easy escape and such a thing. I think I got two characters at one ten, but uh, I'm now I'm now out of that, and uh, I'm back to making content. As I said, I started this new series called Road to Masters, which is about being incredibly, incredibly critical of my own play, trying to highlight exactly how I should get better, and hopefully in a, some kind of fun and entertaining way. If the comments are anything to go by, people have been really enjoying it, so you should definitely check that out. Um, and if, if there's any Overwatch news, we'll be dropping that when and if it happens. Awesome. All right, then, guys, uh, we will leave it at that and we will catch you on the next one. Toodaloo. Bye.